First off, I should probably explain where I've been. I didn't have anything planned for Sunday, which I was supposed to post on, which was a bad idea on my part, and also it was Easter for me. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which was yesterday for me, I um, had sports all three days. That sounds like a terrible excuse now that I say it aloud. No, it's not. Well, anyways, this episode will contain spoilers for slightly for book four and, well, obviously, Deserter. In my opinion, Winglet should be used for two things, world building and character development slash backstory. Deserter did both of these things perfectly. If you really sit down and think about it, we know shockingly little about the daily life of a dragon in most of the tribes. The only exceptions are the hives before, during the rule of Queen Wasp, the Scorpion Den, the Kingdom of the Sea, the Mud Kingdom, and the Kingdom of Sand. This is the second most developed, I'd say. The first part of this winglet, Deserter, teaches us a lot about Oasis's palace. We follow Six Claws, is an amazing name as he saves princess blaze the plot of this part is average but has loads of world building that we found out that j mountain academy is not the first school on pyria because there was a school in the in oasis's palace where future pot scrubbers and future princesses learn side by side it is also dune was also supposed to be a teacher but I'll get into more about Dune later. We also find out at, in the same school room that sandwings don't grow their venom until the age of three years old, which is said, which is said to be lucky not just for the young sandwings, but also for the adults because they are not very aware of their or others' tails. This is also why they are stocked up with bright sting cactuses. Apparently, um, dragon sandwings would also cut up black beetles into a powder similar, well, actually, no, not so, my side of my script, um, not similar to how a, a human would cut a tomato or a carrot. Not similar at all. Okay, the second part and the second and third part aren't as good when it comes to storytelling or wait actually no not storytelling it gets better after this with storytelling but it's not as informative although we do still learn quite a bit about the war and i mean the second part i mean hey it's only like the fifth time we have reviewed events that happen around the time of oasis's death I mean, there's this book, there's the prologue of book 5, the prologue of 10, and probably a few other flashbacks and other books I can't remember off the top of my head. Before this winglet, we knew very little about both Dune and Six Claws. This winglet both fleshes them out as characters and gives them some much needed backstory. Some might have wondered why Dune joined the towns of peace in the first place or where he got his injured wing. 
We learn how this happened in a very heart-touching way. Six Claws is not seen much in the stories, but still plays a pretty important part. How did he rise to be Thorne's most trusted commander? This, similar to Dune's injury, is explained in Deserter. Dune and Six Claws were both moderately important characters with mysterious backgrounds. I bet quite a few people ask questions about both of these characters. Because of Deserter, these two previously mysterious characters were given purpose and a much needed spotlight. The story of this winglet is pretty average. I love Deathbringer. In the end, his dialogue was pretty clever. I love the effect it had on Six Claws, how he was just replaying it and replaying it and replaying it until he decided to leave. Although, if Nightwings were taught how to lie, make it seem like you're reading someone's mind, and how to devise a convincing prophecy, shouldn't I, I'm kind of sad that Tui didn't make Deathbringer say it like a prophecy. <laughs> but besides that, that's just a little small nitpick. The world building and character development was really good. I'd rate this a nice 7 out of 10. Before we leave, I have a massive shout out I need to give. Go listen to my fellow podcast friend, Colorstorm from Colorstorm's Canvas. She is a brilliant artist and made my new cover art. Massive thanks to Color. Now, I just hope Voca Seeker, that little nuisance who has been vandalizing my cover art, hopefully he isn't going to get his well. Okay, I'd, I'd say hands, but doesn't really hand, have hands. I hope he doesn't get his one foot or two wings or whatever on my cover art. How does folk actually vandalize these? I, I don't, I don't know. Okay, yeah, just go listen to Co Color Storm. She is a cool artist. Goodbye. This is Tressie Girl flying out.